Well, this is Barbara Magnolfi of Suspiria, and you're listening to Without Your Head. the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil. That would make me terrible, Troy. I'm Treacherous Trista. And we're joined by makeup artist Renee Goodhue. It's very good to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to see everybody. Yeah. So uh, first of all, how did you get in- involved in film? Um, I initially, so I initially wasn't really sure what I was going to get into when I had moved out here from Indiana originally. Um, and I went to school and in school, I kind of found some guidance as to like what area I wanted to get into. And that kind of led me towards more film and television makeup more so than doing like, uh, maybe like runway or doing just more like, uh, photo shoot stuff, which I still do, but I definitely gravitated towards more film and TV through their programs and kind of mentors and all that good stuff. I notice you do a lot of uh, horror movies. Are you into horror movies? Are you a fan of those? Oh, of course. I love horror movies. <laughs> I'm like such a big fan. I remember like my roommate at the time when I had my first moved out here, she's like a really good friend of mine. And I would just have like horror movies on all the time, like in the background when I'm working or when I'm doing stuff. And she'd just be like, what? It's like 11 in the morning. Like, why is there? And I'd be like, it's whatever. Like, <laughs> I didn't know there was so, a yeah. time. That you, you exactly. So yeah, I love horror movies, yeah. of course. Well, good, or else we were going to hang up. I, I thought it would just be a wrap. But yeah, just be yeah. a wrap at that point. <laughs> no, uh, thanks, yeah. Trista. Well, exactly. exactly. Thanks, Trista, for setting this up as well. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Tristan, you do you want to say how you guys met? 
Oh, so we, uh, uh, Renee did the um, special effects and makeup on uh, Echoes of Fear, which is a film that I acted in. And I was actually wondering, Renee, I know you worked with uh, Brian and Lowell Avenue Bradley more than once. So how did you start collaborating with them? So actually, gosh, Brian and Lowe were my like very first big like makeup effects job. Like I remember like I put in, they had an ad out and they're looking for somebody and I read the script and of course I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I want to make all this stuff for them and do all these cool effects. And so I talked with Brian and he was like, so, you know, this is a big, this is a big thing to take on. And I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, I'm down, let's do it. (laughs) And he's like, okay. So he basically, we just collaborate together. And obviously, as you know, it's so easy working with Brian and Um, And uh, yeah, so Malignant was my first one that I'd worked on with them. That was like my very big, like first, like heavy effects film that I did um, makeup and effects for. And uh, since then, I've just been having the pleasure of working with them ever since on their their projects and uh, just we're talking to them actually recently about some stuff. So, yeah, so it's just it's so nice when you find those people that you get to work with and crew, you just kind of click with and then you make beautiful, you know, films with it and beautiful art. Like for me, art, I see it as so it's so easy working with them. But um, but yeah, I've been working ever since then. You said earlier that uh, you were, you know, you didn't know if you were going to do film or uh, like beauty makeup or like runway makeup. And then you mentioned effects. How did you get into the effects side of that? Uh, Well, when I went to school, initially, I thought that when I joined, they have like a program um, over at Cinema Makeup School, which I joined when I moved out here. And they do, I think it's like six or seven months. They kind of tackle beauty and shop work and then effects and then just like film and TV and all that jazz. Um, so initially when I moved back here, I was like, oh, I'm going to do beauty. That's what I'm going to do. And then I started taking some of the effects like character makeups and prosthetics and stuff like that. And then I was like, okay, so I'm only going to do effects now. (laughs) And so that's what I thought I was going to do. So when I graduated from school there, actually, I just focused on working in shops and doing a lot of effects work, creating prosthetics, um, making stuff, doing all like the blood gags, things like that with a bunch of different shops. And then about, I'd say about like two and a half years in three, I decided that I was going to switch over and then get more into more like set work and film and television as well. So you said you always liked horror movies. So uh, before you got into it, did you pay a lot of attention to the effects or was that something you started to watch more closely once you started to get into it uh yeah definitely you know I tell people it's weird because I knew from like a really young age that I wanted to kind of do makeup I wasn't sure exactly what area of it but I knew that that's kind of what I wanted to gravitate towards um so yeah I definitely I watch so many horror movies I'm always watching stuff and I'm like Ooh, it was great. And I take notes and I'm like, how do they do that? And then I try to go through and find, you know, like who did it or how it was made or, you know, how it came about. Like, I always, I'm like, I'm such like a learner. So when I see makeups or I see people's work that I really am like, oh my God, that was beautiful. This is amazing. You know, this like throat slit was great. Like I like to go and look that up and find out all the details behind it because I think it's like amazing when you see stuff like really great work like that. Yeah. Who doesn't like to look up a great uh, throat slit? I mean, yeah, you know, like (laughs) there's all these little details that go into it. (laughs) It's always nice to appreciate other artists work. Yeah. Did you find that there were any 
particular artist that that really stood out to you when you started to pay more attention to it? Um, I mean, you know, gosh, I have I have quite a few, but you know, like obviously the all the good like Dick Smith, Rick Baker, you know, all the greats. I also am such a huge fan of like Aaron Mikash's work. Um, they do a lot of like American Horror Story and stuff. So I mean, I have so many like there's so many artists that I'm just like I love their stuff and I follow and I just every little detail of their work. I'm like, how do they do that? What was it? What was behind it? You know, who made this? Like, how was the process? I just love seeing everybody because everyone works so differently in their creative process. And um, so, yeah, watching films, I feel like is horror films, any type of films, if you're in beauty, you know, watching period films or whatever that may be. It's so important to our craft. I feel like seeing, seeing your work and seeing how it like reads on screen as well. So I think it's really important. Have you uh, got to do a throat slit in a film yet? Or TV? I have. Um, gosh, this is such a hard thing because people be like, oh, like, what have you, like, on what? And I'm like, I've done a bunch of stuff and I just can't remember each one. So, like, <laughs> so they all blend together. All the slight. All blends together at some point. And I'm like, I even sat there like a while ago and someone was like, what have you been working on recently? And one of the actresses and I was like, I was like, well, what did I do last week? <laughs> so yeah, it just, it, especially with doing so many different things, you know, it's like I do beauty and then I go from effects and then I also am sometimes like doing effects and sculpting stuff and making stuff for people and then also doing back on a film. So it's like, it's hard to keep everything sometimes organized, <laughs> I feel yeah. like. Well, earlier you said you see it all as art. When you work yeah. on it, do you kind of see it all as the same thing, the beauty and the, uh, and the effects? Uh, I, what do you mean? Uh, when you work at like, a, like, I don't know, is it more fun to do one thing or is it just, it's all basically the same thing? I mean, no, no, I definitely think it's different. Um, I, I think beauty is just requires just as much skills and details as well as effects. There's so many skills and details that need to be, um, done. I feel like in effects, it's more of like, I think the hardest thing was when I started, I'm such like a regimen person. So I always am like, oh, step one, step two, step three, you know? And I remember when I started working, everybody, everybody at the shops or the guys that I was working with or my mentors would be like, there is no right way to do it. You just figure out a way and here's the basics to do it. So um, I feel like a fax, it's a lot of, you know, you have like your techniques that you use, but there's so many different ways of doing things where as a beauty, it comes down to like a lot of like very finesse, like details in the stuff. So like knowing your skin tones and colors and corrections and, you know, lightings, it's all so important. And it's, it's something it's not, you can't just like go and throw a foundation on because you have all these other things to think about. So um, they both require, I feel like a lot of skills, a lot of details. They're both fun. And I mean, they're both challenging to be quite honest, like really good artists, you know, you, you take a lot into consideration. So um, in my mind, it, there would be uh, something different, which I don't know if it's harder or not, but if you're doing beauty makeup, someone has to look, cause we know what people look like, where if you're doing like a monster or something, you know, we haven't seen monsters, so they could look like however of you imagine. Course, of course. I mean, I, you know, as far as that goes, I think that, you know, monster makeups, character makeups, which are some of my favorite things to do. Um, anything like that where you're transforming people totally, even just seeing the actor in the chair. I always love it because I'm like halfway through the process, you'll start seeing them change like their body and their personality. And, you know, everything starts to change a little bit. 
um, which is really cool. And then, of course, you know, when everybody sees them, they're like, oh, it's so cool. So you're like, you're like, yeah. Whereas, you know, like you do a beauty makeup and you do something like that and you send them off and everyone's like, oh, they look great. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Krista, do you have another question? Yeah. Have you ever had anything go wrong, like um, an appliance that didn't work or an allergic reaction or anything like that? Um, you know, I feel like no matter what, um, I, you know, nothing that I can think of specifically on top of my head, knock on wood, like it hasn't happened. (laughs) Um, but I, anybody that will tell you like FX, like a lot of FX artists, like there's a lot of factors, like you could have a, a same makeup and do it eight days in a row, but different locations and different weather. And your appliances or your makeup or whatever that is can act differently on a one day. And even though the first five days it turned out false, maybe on that last day, you know, something happened because of the weather, the temperature, whatever that may be. Um, I haven't particularly had anything like that happen. So, and if I do, I think always the best thing to do, like when you get in those situations, I mean, is you just honestly just, I say like think and do, you just like, you don't really think about it. You just say, this is the best choice. This is the solution just do it. And then you cross your fingers and hope it turns out <laughs> at the end. <laughs> the the weather like is that. something I, I wouldn't have thought about that, you know, but now you say it, you know, that would affect uh, different makeup. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. And your products as well. So, you know, everyone's always like, you know, making sure your products stay in certain temperatures or things like that. But, you know, a lot of times you get stuck on locations and or stuck in places and you don't know what it's going to be like that day or what you have accessible to you. So, you're like, oh yeah, day one, two, and three, I did it here. And it was the setup. And then here, you know, it's a hundred and degrees and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, things can always go wrong, but, you know, I think you kind of just trust yourself. And when those situations happen to make the best decisions and you kind of just have, I always think that like everybody has like an extra box of stuff, like their backup box, (laughs) you have your main stuff and then you have your backup stuff. So like when those situations God forbid they do arise. Like you can be like, oh, I'm going to go grab this really quick and we're going to make it work. So yeah, that does happen though. I mean, I can say that for sure. Uh, Trista brought up echoes of fear and uh, was Trista a diva to work with uh, when you were doing the makeup on, on uh, echoes of fear? Oh, oh yeah. Krista's she's such a diva. She's so hard. No, she's, she's amazing. She's so, she's such a trooper um, for, for echoes of fear. We had, I done just the, the special effects, but in Mal- I for- can't remember now. Malignant though too, um, she was there, and uh, so I basically just did the effects. But I mean, I I work with Krista, obviously Brian and Lowe, They bring Krista on for many features. You know, there's like so easy to work with, so nice, so professional, um, and you know, obviously her work is great. So it's nice okay. and again when you have people like that, you just make your job so much easier. <laughs> I actually felt very bad, Renee, because I was, um, in hindsight, I really wish I was able to watch you work on a leaf and transform her because it would have been really something special to watch. But I was just 
sleeping a lot. If I wasn't choosing, I was sleeping, you know. Oh, my God. But I wish I could have watched it. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No, you guys had, I mean, you, it was just, it was, it was you the whole time. So I get it. Like, you know, you guys had quite the schedule you're filming like it's all about you that's a big thing to take upon so I give you props for that I don't blame you taking naps <laughs> well, thank you. but that is a regret of mine I've thought of that often oh no 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 I mean you know at least you know she at least she's such a trooper oh my gosh she was amazing through this uh doing those makeups every day with us for like eight hours and um so great but you know it's all a process and we all have our jobs we gotta do so <laughs> we had elise on she did look she looks great in the movie and she's really cool uh for something like that um for makeup like that uh did how much of that is like up to you t- how the how the monster is gonna look or the ghost is gonna look and how much of it is i don't know if they uh, had you know drawn yeah. out or yeah, you know, so here's what I always kind of do. The process, the way I like to work with people, um, if it's new people, even as well as Brian and stuff, you know, I kind of like to listen first and say like, okay, like, what's your envision? Let me envision what you're envisioning right now. And then, and then like, I'll take what they have and they're like, oh, and this and this, and I'll read the script and I'll have an idea already in my head of like what I'm seeing. But then a lot of times they'll come to me and be like, no, 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 like, I was like thinking this coloring and this and I wanted this and I'm like, okay, so then my vision changes. So I kind of take whatever, you know, the, the client or the director or whatever it is, is telling me. And then I kind of do practically, like I figure in time, um, you know, but the budget is all of these like factors to like figure out like what is the best way of executing this so that it's like, it's their vision in their head, but it's also practical and it's also, you know, brought to life. So as far as like my input goes, I kind of feel like I'm more of just like a consultation for people. Like I always like to say like, what, what do you want? What's your envision? And then here's what we can do. Like, so if that makes sense, but I will give my opinion on things if I feel very strongly about it too. Like, so say someone's like, Oh, I was thinking of doing it with this color, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like in this lighting and I'm like, no, like we should not be doing like, let's switch it. I think you're gonna be happier with this in this lighting. And we can do a test makeup just like just kind of take a look. So I feel like I'm like a small part in like, kind of directing. But I feel like when it comes down to it, it's their vision, it's their creation. Um, I'm just kind of there to make it happen. <laughs> That's interesting. You said that because I know uh, a friend of mine who's uh been in the business a long time and does a lot of makeup and, and monsters and stuff. And he says, some people don't know how to shoot them on, how to shoot the makeup correctly, which makes him upset because then it doesn't show up as well in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that is a point, you know, you, you sometimes are lucky that, and I'm sure your friends the same way. Like you can tell people, Hey, I feel strongly about this because we're making this and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like it should be shot maybe like this, or this might be a better option or just be a cool and then people sometimes be like, no. And you're like, okay. <laughs> you're like, cool. All right. Well, you know, whatever. But, but at like, least you so, said it. At least you tried. Yeah. I do. I do. I always, because I feel like on the other hand too, you also don't always know because things being on film, they change very quickly. So what you may have had planned from this envision of this perfect setup on day one for shooting, something could have changed on location, lighting, weather, any of those situations where you make these quick decisions 
And then it works in your favor too, maybe better than you thought. So, <laughs> so I feel like it goes both ways when it comes to that. Um, but I think you have to at least, you know, voice your opinion in your meetings that you have or pre-production stuff and say, this is how I feel and I'm addressing it this way. But if we don't want to do that, we don't go to like, sure, whatever. Like, let's just do it this way then. So, you know, basically it kind of just depends on, on how you feel. But that's just how I look at it. I know some people that are really, you know, specific about that. And I just kind of feel like, like, again, like it's my job to do whatever they want and do it the best way with what we can do and create and bring it to life and whatever at the end they feel like, Hey, I want to do this. I'm like, great, let's do it. Like, so I'm not too, you know, too crazy because like things can change on a whim. Uh, AJ Zyla here in the chat. He says, congrats on your win for boo. Well-deserved. Oh, well, thank you. And uh, Rockefeller, I believe. I always pronounce it wrong, but I think it's Rockefeller. <laughs> Me too. It's a hard one. <laughs> so what was she like to work with, I guess? Uh, she was great. Um, we definitely, it was a really fun process, a really fun makeup. Uh, she's, you know, it's so great getting to work with so many different people because everyone works so differently in their, their process of when it comes to creating things or their effects. And so, you know, like with Brian and Lowe, it's always like very specific, very, spe and I love that because it's so detailed and it's so clear. And then sometimes people are like, oh, I like this and this. And then I get a little more input into working with them and being like, hey, I think this would be cool. And I think this would be fun. Like, what do you think about this? So she's really great for that. She's like, okay, yeah, if that sounds cool, I like that let's do it. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. So, so she's really great to work with. And obviously she's an amazing writer and director. And um, yeah, it was super fun getting to work with her and collaborate together and come up with like, some cool makeup and designs and stuff. I had a really fun one doing that on her. Yeah. Boo, I love Boo, by the way. And I saw it just recently. She said, uh, I think they're going to make it into a feature. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Even better. <laughs> uh, Chris, do you have another question? Do you have any advice for someone who might aspire to a similar career? Um, well, I mean, it's such a, I feel like that's a very, it's kind of a tough one to say. It's broad, I feel like, but in the short version, um, you know, to, I feel like, and I feel like you can understand Trista as well. You have to love what you do if you are working in this business because it's not easy. Like it's very tough. Um, you work a lot of long hours. You put in a lot of work. You know, like I have so many times that people be like, "Oh my gosh, like it looks so much fun, blah blah." And you're like, "I haven't slept in three days, and I'm like still running errands, and I don't even know what day of the week it is, and I'm still working seven more days in a row." You know what I mean? So you have to really love what you do. And I feel like if you really love it and very passionate about it, like everything else will kind of fall in place. So, you know, just always making sure to do your, do your research and connect. And, you know, that's so important as well. Like knowing where you're, you know, where everything originated from and all the people before you, I think that's so important as well, setting the stone for your career. Um, and then just being knowledgeable, getting as much knowledge, going to a school or if you self self-taught I know it's like a big thing right now so you know just work on your skills 24 7 I'm still always working on my stuff 24 7 through people if I find one little thing I'm on set with somebody I'm like how did you do that what product did you use what did this work I love the way this turned out just constantly building on your knowledge and skills is another really important thing but 
If you want to join, I feel like if you, I think you would understand, Chris, if you want to be in this, it's like, you have to love it really, because it is a very, it's a very long hours and tough, tough to schedule sometimes. So, uh, so you said you're a horror movie fan. What are some of your favorite horror movies? Oh my gosh. Um, obviously one of my favorite ones, my first favorite ones was the exorcist original from Dick Smith. Um, it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, but oh my gosh, I have so many evil, like I'm such like a big, like throwback. So like any of the Hellraiser movies, like I love, um, evil dead. I love, oh my gosh. I just feel like there's so many, like, I, I can't even like think of them all. Like, I, seriously there's somebody friday the 13th any of them i i love all the series stuff um i have so i have so many <laughs> so it's hard to pick like one people ask and i'm just like oh my gosh i've seen them all so and i love them all i can't really think of one where i'm like oh i don't really like this one <laughs> you mentioned exorcist you know a lot of people i think as far as the dick smith uh, makeup go they think of uh, of reagan in it but uh, the, the older priest, you know, he wasn't old at the time. And he, I don't, I think most people just assumed he was cause the, the makeup on him is flawless. Oh yeah. No, 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 totally. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yeah. The makeups and that and stuff like that was my first, like, it was like my first like horror movie that I watched and I was just like, what? So I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, this is amazing. And I remember like went and read about like Dick Smith and all this stuff. And, you know, obviously then the rest of the team, Rick Baker and all them. Um, but yeah, like all those makeups are amazing. All the effects that they do, all these movies are just mind blowing. I just think that it's so great. Yeah. Uh, do you have a certain, not a favorite horror movie, but any favorite effects from horror movies? Um, any favorite effects? Oh my gosh. Um, well, one of my like, gosh it's so tough i feel like to think of off the top of my head um um hmm. gosh i don't know i feel like that's a really difficult question <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you know effects are like effects and i feel like i said like there's so many good artists so you know artists that i follow so their work i'm always just like oh my gosh it's amazing this is mind-blowing and it's not just with horror like it's with other films as well um so i feel like i i don't know about a, a specific effect i can think on the top of my head but like more more so along the lines of just following different artists you know and you know their work obviously their stuff's amazing and i feel like there's so many different effects out there so so hard to pick one I, I couldn't even think one. Do you have one? Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> well, I have this shirt on. I really like the the half zombie in uh, Return of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of That's course. a good choice. Yeah. It just happens to be on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I also like it in the end of the of Day of the Dead when they rip them in half. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good joke, one. Joke on it. That's a pretty. <laughs> 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 Uh, actually, Trista, do you have a favorite effect or Troy? Hmm. You know, that's one of those things I don't think I've ever thought about. But Right? Like, I don't think that I just, yeah, like I watch yeah. so many all the time. And it's just like, oh, this is good. This is good. This is good. But I'm not like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so the transformation in, uh, in, American Werewolf, maybe? American Werewolf. Oh in yeah, American yeah, Werewolf. Oh that's yeah, amazing. yeah. I would have to say I have to agree with that too. Actually, American yeah, that's yeah. a. T it's tough to get better than that. I think. Oh, that's a tough one. That is true. That is a that is a a great great one. 
So I agree with you on that one. And, uh, Adrian, the chat room also brings up all the effects in the thing. In John that's Carpenter. what oh. I was going to say. AJ yes. and I are on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So great. It's so another great, one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, once you start thinking about it, then just, you know, <laughs> yeah, you just like, can oh. start taking them off, you know? It's yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, I like that. And then for that, like, yeah. <laughs> Lon Chaney Sr. in, like, London After Midnight. Yes. It's, like, one of the great looks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Phantom of the Opera, actually. I think. Phantom of the Opera, yeah, all the, like, that yeah. stuff. Totally. Yeah, you can't find a bad one, I don't think, out of, like, his, you know, body of work. Yeah. No, no, no. I will say though, I never thought. Uh, sometimes people say that's a hard question, and then when you reversed it on me, I did realize it is. Now, <laughs> see, yeah, then you're like, like "What oh, are you well, talking well. about?" Oh, wait a minute, it is. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, ordinary. So yeah. Yeah. I guess if I asked before, and you could, you know, plan it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trust. You have another question. Do you have any uh, pet peeves regarding working with actors? Like anything I should know? Not to <laughs> you know, um, you know, just being nice, being kind to everybody, being appreciative of everyone. You know, and you obviously, Krista, you know that. Like, I'm not even worried about you. <laughs> uh, but. You know, that's always just like kindness and just being understanding that everyone's everyone's working, everyone's doing a job, you know, everyone's trying to do their best and just, you know, saying thank you and please. I feel like it was such a long way with people, especially if you're having a bad day. Like if you're having a bad day and someone's like, oh, thank you. Like you're smiling. I just feel like it goes so much longer, you know, than if you have attitude and, you know, just creates. I feel like a lot of times, you know, as you know, you get a great group of people or you work on a great film because you have a great vibe going on energy on the set and I feel like it gets you through your day it gets you through the makeups it gets you through everything because you guys are really just bonding and meshing and appreciative of everybody on there um I think that's so important I feel like when when it's not which I feel like has happened to me I don't know about you Trista but <laughs> there has been some times where the energy is just like nobody's having it's just craziness and like everybody's just and it's just like it it makes such a it makes it a lot more difficult, especially when you're working those long hours. So, you know, just being appreciative and bringing good energy every time you come, I'm always helpful for everybody. You, you know, when you first said that, you almost think, well, this is obvious to be nice, but I think sometimes it's kind of overlooked. Not to be nice, but the idea, like, if you are nice to be around, people are more likely to want you to be back on set or recommend you to someone else. Like, hey, you know, oh, not only she's talented, but she's also, you know, nice to to just be there. Right. I definitely. And I feel like, you know, even as a makeup artist for, you know, for actors like sitting in our chairs and stuff, you know, a lot of times people come in and, you know, you're working on a film for a month and they're happy. And then something happens midway through and they're trying to, you know, be positive and be on set. And it's like, I kind of feel like it's our job to help them and be like, so like, we're going to make today. I know today's not going well, but like, what can we do to get through today together? Like, you know, it's like a team thing. And I feel like that goes a long way, no matter like, what setting you're in, you know, it really helps when you know you have people that care about you and care about your job and care about working together and like just the whole vibe. So being nice and, you know, doing that really helps. I feel like on both ends. Uh, what, what's like the longest um, makeup you had to do? Well, I definitely think that, oh, I definitely think that Echoes of Fear, uh, Leaf's makeup was pretty, that was pretty extensive. I think we did her, since it was a full body and it was 
all done by hand. <laughs> um, it was about me and assistant about oh gosh, seven, eight hours straight. And I remember Leaf was amazing in this. And I always say this because she just sat there with like her earphones on. And then she was like, I was like, well, what do you need? Do you need like, do you need comfortable? Do you need to stand up? Do you need to move around? Do you need me to get you some food? Do you want to get? And she's just like, no. So like halfway through, just let me uh, get up. I'm going to walk around, take a coffee and I'll come back. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> I was like, that's all you want. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. It's <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. So that was pretty extensive. Uh, yeah. Eight hours, but um, that was pretty, pretty long just because everything was done by hand. I want to think along those lines where you're saying each person would be different. Cause I assume some people would want to have someone like talk to them a lot. And some people would just want to sit there and kind of in their zone and not. Oh, totally. Let it just totally. Yeah, you do. You get different personality. At least, you know, she really wanted to be in her zone and uh, you know, she's so amazing and so professional. And so she would like to put in her music and just, you know, let the time pass and close her eyes. And she would just let us do our thing for, you know, the first half and then take her little break and come back. But uh, yeah, you know, some people, they, they want to chat and they want to talk and, do things like that. So, you know, you try to keep everybody busy and entertained and still work and do that. And then sometimes, you know, if you're just like, okay, well, you know, we're going to be quiet. We're just going to put some music on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it kind of just depends, but um, you know, if as long as, like I said, as long as like the energy is good and the vibe's good and you have a fun, I mean, I've done makeups for four hours, like, and you have so much fun, like just talking with the actor and you're, you know, whoever is doing a makeup with you and the time just flies by like this, like it flies by so quick. So that does help as well. Uh, do you usually work with the same people if you have someone working with you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I feel like that's just a, a common question. Um, I definitely would say that any makeup person has their like people that they use just because, you know, your go-tos, whoever that is because it's easy because if you have big jobs, you don't, I mean, I'm not saying that you couldn't get somebody and just thrown in the mix, but everyone works differently. It's the same. It's literally the same thing. Everyone has a different vibe and energy, um, a, a way of working. And especially when you're doing long makeups or big makeups, you definitely want to make sure that that, and you get a lot of people around one person, you want to make sure you're not bumping in or overstepping or, you know, being distracted. So if you have your group of people that, you know, just work, you're going to call them up because it's so much less stressful that way. So I definitely have, you know, all my friends, all my, most of my friends, um, a lot of people that I work with, I feel like any makeup artist you talk to say the same thing. Like they have their go-to people that they call. And then, you know, maybe once in a while you get some new people thrown into the mix. So it just makes it easier that way, you know, for the most part, because you do spend a lot of time. And sometimes I've had people, you know, when you get on and, you know, something, someone didn't come on last minute or got thrown into the mix. They're trying to help, but it's actually not helping because it's like, they're like in your way of working. So you kind of just stick to the people for the most part, you know, that works. Uh, we had Sophia Cassiola on last night who you worked uh, uh, yeah. with, mm-hmm. with Shiny Diamonds. Uh, yeah. Memories of working with Shiny Diamonds, I guess. Yeah, that was fun. That was a really fun shoot. Um, I loved it with all like the 80s vibe we had going on. So that, of course, I'm such like a big when I'm when it comes to, like beauty or anything. I love periods. So when they're like, we're going to do like this 80s, plus like horror. And then it's also going to have these. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm so in. I was like, it sounds amazing. So they're so great to work with. Um, it turned out great. And yeah, I had some really fun, like 
cool stuff that I came up with, like doing the, the little diamond pulling out and stuff I got from the stomach and being creative, but there's such great people to work with. So it's always fun. A couple of things there. Cause you mentioned eighties uh, and also the, the color is very specific in that movie. Do you know yeah. that going in? So you take that into effect when you're doing the makeup? Oh, definitely. Yeah. This is something, you know, and especially when people get, cause it's not like a, it's not your normal, you know, way of filming. Like you're not going to do like white lights, you know, or yellow lights, whatever it is blue. So when someone's like, Oh, I want to do a lot of uh, music videos I shoot for and stuff like that too. They do a lot of this, like, you know, lighting in here, like a lot of red or blue or purple, like we had for that. And so of course I have to take it in consideration because a lot of your makeup will get washed out that way too. So you got to kind of like go back and adjust everything in it. So that way it doesn't, everyone doesn't look just like washed out or flat in your, in the makeups or even like just the blood color, same thing. Like you don't want to use, if you're going to use like throw in some red lights, you don't want to use a certain color. You want to see what color red it is so that your red doesn't turn out too dark or like kind of look more like muddy. So yeah, you definitely want to take all that like in a whole in consideration. Yeah. And also a uh, period piece. Uh, what, what kind of things do you do to, uh, I guess, to prepare for that? Uh, you do a lot of, I mean, well, one, I, if I like have a choice, like horror and period is like my two things that I gravitate towards for like beauty. It's like period stuff and horror. So if like horror and beauty, like, you know, we're to like mine together. It's like my two ultimate things. Um, but you do a lot of research, honestly, you know, they have like, even, um, the, the union I'm with, like, you can go in and they'll have like all these old, like books and things like that. You can like originals of stuff. So you can go through and do research that way, just from watching a lot of shows and stuff too. I think that's really important. Again, back to the same question earlier, um, doing your research is so important when you're doing makeups, but it, you know, within reason, because it could be like, it's period, but it's modern day. It's period, but it's true to period. So, you know, there's so many variations. <laughs> yeah. I just want to ask about the queen of Hollywood Boulevard. Cause uh, I really like that movie and I really like Orson Obelwitz. Uh It was my first festival. It was his first festival. And we spent a lot of time together uh, and his mom's great too. In the movie, Rosemary. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, oh my gosh. So, so, so long ago. <laughs> try to remember everything that also had a lot of lighting stuff in it too yeah yeah um yeah we had i'd worked with one of the other artists and i feel horrible now because i cannot remember i was only actually brought on for a little bit of it to help her but um but yeah so we had like a lot of lighting and that stuff we had a lot of cool pieces um a lot of cool makeups uh it was also you know a lot of kind of that like 80s vibe a little bit in it yeah that's a movie that you don't it looks like it's eight, but I don't know if you really know when it's taking place. It's almost like, and it's a, you know, in a weird time, a weird world, its own world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Which I recommend the movie uh, for people who haven't seen it. Uh, Tristan, you have another question. So I'm assuming you are already prioritizing uh, being hygienic when you're working with people in this manner. But I'm wondering uh, how have you had to adjust your protocol uh, post-COVID? Uh, you mean for now? Like how we, I mean, gosh, they have a lot of rules. Obviously, everyone's getting, you know, getting tested and stuff before. But 
you know, on set, you do a lot of like, oh gosh, it's become a lot crazier. So depending on what sets you're working on, everyone kind of has different rules, you know, a lot of zones. Um, that's another big thing. But as far as like makeup and stuff goes, you just really honestly try and use like disinfectants a lot. You keep everything in plastic baggies. Every I bought like these little plastic baggy like zipper things and face shields, face masks, double masks, sometimes even, um, I also, you know, make sure it's so important, you know, but I, you know, it's funny is I feel like, yeah, the face gels and face masks and getting tested, but for the most part, I feel like being makeup artists, you really kind of take the same protocols as far as sanitation and keeping things as clean as possible for people. If you don't, like, I feel like it's kind of weird because like you should be separating their stuff. You should be making sure things stay sanitized, separated, organized. Um, you should be cleaning, you know, doing all these things specifically for each person. So you're not cross-contaminating anything. Um, but, you know, the only difference that I know, like, honestly, that I do differently is like, I'll spray down like in between like my room or my chair or something like that. And I'll do those kind of things, spray in between like my anything I touch or anything that someone comes in and touches. So I think that's the biggest difference that I've changed and then wearing the mask and doubling up and doing the face shields, obviously, of course. Um, but I feel like for the most part, the rest of the protocols, I'm like, you, sh you should be pretty familiar with them. I, you know, like I, you should be at least because you clean and sanitize and keep everything separate baggy Ziplocs, you know, um, plastic containers and, you know, you clean everything up at the end of the day to make sure things ready to go, but you shouldn't really be cr like cross-contaminating before or now. <laughs> like, so it shouldn't have happened before either. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting you say that. Cause I, I, you know, over this last year, I've only had a little cold and it was only lasted like a day. And I just think a lot of this is because now I wear the mask and, I yes. make hand sanitizer in my hand and pocket all the time. And so I'm not getting colds and flus. And so even after, you know, things are better, I think I'll continue doing everything I'm doing anyway. No, so true. Someone else I was just talking to was saying the same thing. They were like, you know, I haven't really, you know, you know, in this whole pandemic, whatever going on, you know, wearing these masks, I haven't caught any colds or any dying this stuff. And, you know, they're like, now that I think about it, even when this is, you know, all done and over, I think I'm still like, when I have a cold, throw on a mask. Like when I have this on, like throw on the mask for it because it does make, I feel like it does help, you know? Yeah, definitely. And yeah. it's not, it's not that difficult to do. So no, it's not that difficult to do. <laughs> you can buy them like packets, like whatever. <laughs> right. So well, I know we talked before, uh, before we went live about uh, this last year, but how has that affected your work this last year during the pandemic? Oh goodness. <laughs> it's been really honestly it's been such a bummer um because before the pandemic happened and you know things were just kind of starting there was so much planned throughout the end of the year so a lot of really cool things I was looking forward to and jumping on and new crews and you know new projects and things like that and I was really excited and then you know, everything happened, we had to shut down. And then I, everyone kind of circled back around and was like, we're pushing, pushing, moving, you know, we don't know when this is going to happen. We can't get people more. A lot of times we can get some people on board. We can't get makeup artists on because the talent doesn't want you close to them. You know, there's so many things. So I can definitely vouch and say, not just for me, but for, you know, a lot of makeup artists, it's been such a struggle. It's been such a change. And it's like, I, like, again, I tell people, I'm like, we live this year, but I'm like, 
I don't feel like I lived this year. Like, I feel like it was just like went through because it's not the norm um, for for what work is for anybody. I feel like as artists, being makeup artists, it's been such a change. And I don't know if that's like it across the board, but I just know that for at least for film and television, you know, it's it was really, really such a bummer this year because I mean, this last year because of everything that happened and all the things that got pushed and things changed. But you know, you got to find, I guess, like the bright, you know, silver lining in it somewhere. <laughs> you, you do fun things for Halloween for yourself? Like, do you make up yourself for Halloween? No, I yeah. never do because <laughs> I'm always doing other people. And I feel like that's just like a thing. You know, I told myself even this year, even with everything going on, I still had some people, you know, be like, hey, can we do it safely? I want to do this or a prosthetic. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to like, I don't even care because now I'm just going to do something on myself. I'm going to plan it. And then, of course, last minute, I had a bunch of people, like, hit me up and be like, oh, can you do this for last minute? Can you do this last minute? <laughs> and before I knew it, I think I, like, found something in my kit that I'd already packed and just, like, threw on it, threw it on. And it was, like, maybe, like, a, I don't know, like, a little skeleton face. And I was like, time's like, that's good. I was like, that's good enough. I was like, <laughs> so everyone always thinks, you think that you should, though, you know? Right, I feel like right, it's right, important. Yeah. One year, one year I will. I'll just yeah, make yeah. It could happen, yeah. How about as a kid? As a kid, did you do anything interesting? Um, as a kid, no. You know, you know, it's funny. I didn't either. I, I mean, I'm trying to remember what I did. Actually, I didn't do a lot. Now that I think about it, I actually did my friends' makeups and stuff too. Even back then, I would be doing my. <laughs> you, you're preparing like, for the future, yeah. I would. I'd be like, sit for me. <laughs> Let me try this on you. I remember some of my friends would be like, what are you doing? Because this was like before I even knew any products. Like I would be like finding stuff in the kitchen and I'd be like, yes, we can use this. And I'd be like, oh, and I'd be like we can do it. <laughs> so my poor friends like that I did stuff on, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Uh, Maple syrups are perfect. Uh, <laughs> you know, like oozing sores. Right. Like and I'd convince them that this is like the yeah. right way to do it. Like, I like that. I would have bought it. This is the yeah. cool way to do it. And they'd be like, okay. And they'd get done. They'd be like, what am I doing? I'm like, okay, come on, let's go. <laughs> hey, we're all done. <laughs> uh, Tristan, did you have another question? So, as the makeup artist, do you always get a full script? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely, I, I require it. I think that's important. Um, you know, I don't really see how you can do your job really without the script, you know, to be quite honest. Um, so I stay pretty on top of production when it comes to scripts or updated. There are, there have been sometimes where I've been on stuff and, and people have been like, Oh, we can't give you this or something like that. Especially with COVID at one point I had, someone said that and I was like what and so to me that mind blows my mind because I'm like we don't just like get on set and just do the makeup we have planned for that day we have to keep continuity and keep track and you know you have so many other things that we juggle than just showing up doing the, the required makeup for that day so if something changes or say they miss something like in the breakdown that day or timing factor we want to factor in for production so we're not you know put behind um the script is absolutely necessary. I feel like no matter what I'm doing, I just like to, even if someone says to me like, oh, I'm, I just want this or something. I'm like, well, is there a script with it or you just want this? And they're like, well, no, it's part of this. And I'm like, okay, well, can I see it? Just so I can kind of take a look. So um, I do think that's all really important because there are sometimes people will miss things too, which is also part of your job is, 
you know, they're like, oh, well, I was just, I just wanted this made. And I'm like, okay. And I read their script and I'm like, see their breakdown. And I'm like, well, you know, this would only allow if you shoot it this way, it's only going to allow this amount of time. But if you shoot it this way, it'd allow you this amount of time, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, maybe we can change things around. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, having the script is, is very essential. Taking notes. I mean, taking continuity stuff, you just have to keep track of that. Otherwise I feel like you just get fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's very important. It's very, very important to, to have the script and be on top of that all the time. I want to ask this. I won't name their names, but uh, a few years ago, Troy and I had uh, makeup artists on who were, I don't want to say bitter, but they had a very negative opinion of the show face off. And I just wonder if you had any thoughts on the show. You know, I, Personally, so I have some friends that I know going to cinema makeup school. They have so many graduates from there. And a lot of those graduates, when I used to go there, um, they allow you to use their facility to like work and stuff, like use their, their shop tools. And so I used to work with a lot of them. So I'd ask, I'd always talk to them. I'd be like, hey, like, how's your experience? How was it? Blah, blah, blah. I don't like, I mean, were the artists that you're talking about like people on the show or these were like people that just had an opinion about the show? Yeah, they weren't on the show. Yeah, they, they weren't contestants or anything. No. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, one, it's TV. I mean, okay. So it's, it's, it's reality TV, you know, and stuff. But so I don't know how you want to look at it as this pers- in that perspective. Um, but I do know people that were on the show, friends of mine, they're amazing artists. They work their ass off. They're great artists. They did well in the show. Um, I always thought it was interesting to watch. So I have nothing really bad to say about the show, to be quite honest. Like, you know, I support Good, other, everyone's, yeah, I support other artists. Like, man, like, you know what I, I mean? mean? It's, an, it's an opportunity for someone to. Uh... And it's an opportunity, like, you know, yeah. opportunity to get their work out there. And like I said, all these artists that I've known, they're great amazing makeup artists so you know being on the show or not like you know it's kind of like one of those things it's like one it is a tv show yeah so you know it's reality tv but um as a as like a professional opinion i i was always interesting and i you know I, all the artists are talented on that so like, i can't really say anything where it's like oh they just threw people on there and they aren't really makeup artists because those are like hard working like a lot of people yeah. are really hard working makeup artists. they put their years and they put their time and they work hard so i think you'd be able to see it anyway if they if they didn't if they just got some you know they got me on the show like, I don't know how the hell to make anything, but I'll try it. Here we go. Yeah, you know, I can't say it for everybody, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they just threw on some like, you know, do you want to be a makeup artist? And then they yeah, just sure, I'll give show. it a shot. Why not? Yeah, and then, then someone behind the scenes did all the work for them. And that would have been classic if they did that. <laughs> yeah, that then they're awesome. like, I'm a makeup artist. Like Rick Baker's back there like, making stuff yeah, for them. And they bring yeah, Rick Baker's back there like making the stuff and designing it. And then someone else is yeah, like, like, that's beginner's luck. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. This is my very first prosthetic makeup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite classic. But yeah, I, like I said, I don't know. I, I can't say anything bad about it because I know all the, for the people that I knew specifically that have been on the show, they're all very talented people. So, um, you know. Yeah. There's one on um, Netflix too, Glow Up but it's more like a beauty makeup. It's really good too. It's a Is British it? show. I, yeah. I was wondering that. I saw that and I was like, hmm, I was like, I wonder what that's about. But Well, if you do that too, it's probably something, you know, like that, uh, that you'd like to watch anyway. Some of the people are pretty amazing. 
No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely would have to check it out. Did you guys, what is your opinion about Face Off? Do you guys watch it? I've actually never seen it. I loved it. What? I was hooked on it. I watched every episode. Yeah, yeah. See, like I did too. I keep track all the time yep. and stuff until they stopped doing I'm nothing it. I have nothing against it though. I just had never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, now you're going to have some stuff to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. That could be your binge watch, Neil. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's weird comparison. But I also do a pro wrestling show and I saw similarities where a lot of older wrestlers look down on uh, wrestlers who got noticed on, on a reality show. Um, I forget the name of the show now, but it was like to become a wrestler. Oh, tough enough. Tough enough. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I don't know. I saw them both as opportunities for the people. and That's what I see too. Like, I'm like, you know, I get where they're coming from. You know, it's a different, but like, Hey, you know what? It's like, things are changing constantly. You know, mm-hmm. even now, like we have more influencers and things like that. Some people that don't even have any training or have this stuff. You know what I mean? And they're, they're yeah. doing well and they're doing their thing. And it's like, you know, I feel like our business is a tough business and you got to find your way. And, you know, as long as you know your stuff and you know your skills and you, you work hard, I think that's what's important. You know, you can't really like more power to the people. Yeah. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And however you get there at the end to make your way, like, you know, I'm not going to hate on it. So, you know. Uh, do you have a website or social media for people to follow you? Yeah, I do. My uh, website is just my name. It's just www.reneegoodhue.com. And then my Instagram is makeup by and then the little underscore Renee. Cool. Well, this has been very fun. Yes. Yes, it has been. Thank you so much. Yeah. We should do it again sometime. Yeah, definitely. All right. Very good. Thank you, Renee. Yeah. Yeah, Thank thank you so much. Yeah, of course. No problem. Take care. Stay safe. Bye. Take care. Bye. And thank you everyone for watching. Yeah.